Welcome to the Living With Light podcast, a place of soul inspiration and spiritual guidance, helping you uncover your own spiritual and healing path. I'm your host, Gemma Jane, and I am an intuitive, multi-level energy healer and divine channel, conscious co-creator and soul purpose mentor. And I'm here to awaken your connection to the divine within deepening your own intuition and inner guidance and allow the space for massive change and transformation. I am honored to be on this journey of self-discovery with you. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to this week's episode of the Living With Light podcast. Super excited to be back recording another episode. I wanted to talk about a subject that I get asked about a lot, and that is where to begin on your spiritual journey. Because when you're starting out, it can be really overwhelming and kind of frustrating because it's really easy for your ego to get in there and convince you that it's not happening, that you can't do this. And it's really, it's that programming that we're trying to shift. And at the beginning, that's when it is really kind of dense. The energy is really dense and you want to kind of shift and break it. And as we shift and break it, those periods of feeling really uncomfortable come up and then we're like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. And so then we allow the veils, so to speak, to come back over us, back into our little comfort zone. And it's this kind of process of having the more higher consciousness thinking and then this process of being like, yes, I can do this. I'm totally understanding. I feel more connected. I feel more enlightened. And then obviously something happens that is bringing up something that needs to be healed for you and it's overwhelming and we go into fear and we go into ego and these are our patterns that we have done for basically our whole life, right? It's kind of like um, when you're ascending, it's kind of like a spiral, a spiral loop that you're going up and up. And sometimes you can sort of just be looping around on the same level before you start ascending up and understanding that higher consciousness thinking and grasping those philosophies. And then as you go up, you'll start to understand it and then something will drag you back down. So you're sort of tethered back down to your human kind of ego thinking, right? And it's this spiral loop, this journey, so to say, is is the process. So you'll go up and then you come back down and then you go back up. And sometimes you're jumping forward like with leaps and bounds and everything's just flowing and it's amazing. And you're in love with everything you're doing. And then all of a sudden it's like halt. And like, you feel like you've gone, you know, 10 steps backwards and nothing ever, nothing is ever working for you. And it's just brought up another layer that needed to be released and needed to be healed. So often when we start our spiritual practices or we start our um, spiritual journey, we start sort of jumping around from different ideas and different practices because we're not really sure what we want to do. Plus, we're also really excited to learn everything as well. I know that I was, I was just like so excited just to, and I was soaking in absolutely everything I could learn. And 
you sort of are quite influenced by what other people have done as well. So if someone, if you've got a spiritual friend or you've got someone that's like really into manifestation and you can see that it's working for them, or you get influenced by that person you follow on Instagram, and then you adapt or sorry, you adopt those particular strategies and then it doesn't work for you or it doesn't work out the exactly the way you wanted it to, that can be really disheartening. And that's when we start to think, okay, maybe the spiritual path's not for us. And as we know, being on the spiritual path, it can be challenging, right? You, It's not for everyone. This path is not for everyone, definitely not. And I bet that you can look around in your own life and you will know people that are living on autopilot, that are actively ignoring the problems in their life and in their relationships. And they are using the worldly distractions for what they were created for, right? To distract us. So they're using those distractions of, oh, I don't, I need to watch Netflix or I need to um, get another house or I need to um, get more promotions at work or whatever the drive is for them, whatever the distraction looks like. We all know what distractions are, right? Like shopping, for instance. And everyone's journey is at their own pace. Like it's all self-paced. So, you know, you can look at some one person and be like, okay, they, they look like they're so far ahead on their spiritual journey, but you don't know what karma they've got, what practices they do, how much, how committed they are, any of those things. So you really need to, if you ever find yourself looking at someone else and being like, oh my God, I want to be like them. Just be like, no, that's an ego thought. I'm exactly where I need to be and bring yourself back to your center. Because as we know, being on the spiritual path is having a connection to something greater than ourselves, whether that is God, the universe, Mother Earth, your spirit, your spiritual guides, and it helps us bring our soul's wisdom and it gives our life purpose. And when we feel connected, we really start to anchor that higher consciousness, that higher vibration, your spirit energy down into our 3D life, right? We bring it down into the physical and that holds us at a higher vibration and therefore we progress further along the path. So the divine is already within us. It's already within everybody in the form of a soul, But it's our responsibility to nurture it, to expand it, and to encourage others to do the same so that the light within us grows, grows stronger and brighter. Usually people begin their spiritual awakening or their journey on a self-development or self-improvement of their human form. So this is when we start to wonder, why are we here? Why do we have certain characteristics? Why do I hold certain beliefs? What have my life experiences shown me about my reality? So think manifestation. Think understanding your human character. So your star sign. And wanting to 
break any patterns that you are consciously aware of. So any thoughts or feelings or patterns that you know that you have a tendency to deploy in certain situations that you want to remove. Then it's kind of split into like three different containers and then they kind of all integrate together. So the first one is, say, the middle, which is your personal development, learning about your personality, why the way you, the, why you are the way you are. So often we'll be drawn to self-help books or, or listening to podcasts about self-development and self-improvement. And we begin to look at mindset work and how we can actively control or influence the thoughts that we keep on repeat in our mind. We also start to get interested in, say, astrology, numerology, and the solar systems are affecting you as a person at a vibrational level. So you start to sort of uncover these philosophies why you were born into a particular country, your family, if you have any personality traits, that you can start leveraging the universal forces and help you manifest the life that you want to create. Then there's the inner work. So this is the soul discovery, understanding why you were born with that type of personality. You start to understand that you are not just your human form, your ego. You are a soul having a human experience and you start to see your life not only as this particular chapter in this incarnation, but as a whole. So however many incarnations you've had, how many other past lives, other experiences you have, and how that affects you in your current life. You start to think about karma and any soul cycles that you need to complete in this lifetime, any soul contracts that you have, and any lessons that you need to learn and how we can start to heal our spirit and help any of those fragmented parts of our soul that need to be reunited with our soul that has already ascended. So we're all ascending, our soul is ascending in a sense, and we're going through, we're, we're obviously in the physical form in 3D, then we have 4D, 5D, 6D, 7D, 8D, and above. So parts of our soul is in each single one of those, but the idea is that we're bringing everything up with us. So anything that's stuck in the astral plane or the mental plane, they are able to heal and ascend as well. And you start to understand that they're not necessarily parts of your soul from this lifetime. So you're healing yourself as a whole journey, a whole soul book, so to speak, with many, 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 many chapters. We start to uncover our blueprint, our soul's blueprint. Why are we here in this incarnation? What is our soul's purpose? And we start to really embody that and start coming and living our life from that place. 
Then there's the upper. So that is uniting with spirit. It's starting to grasp the concept that we're just not here on earth. There's a lot of higher consciousness thinking. That's when you start to want to look at three, like 4D, 5D, 6D, 7D, 8D, and you want to start to uncover all of the philosophies that people talk about in those different realms and how it's all interlinked and then how it's interlinked and woven into your life. And then in the spiritual journey, you start to intertwine and interlink those three things. So everybody's spiritual journey is different and every single one of those things has different layers within it. Everything's multidimensional. So it's all about integrating and then moving forward. And that is one of the most beautiful parts, right, of the spiritual journey. It's so individualized for everyone on the planet. So your incarnation team got the millions of contracts, millions of agreements and lessons, and it laid it all out for you in this beautiful blueprint. And then it sent you off on your way to discover your own karmic cycles, your soul lessons, to heal aspects of yourself and also to heal those around you. So when we're on the spiritual path, even if your partner is not, by you being on it and holding that vibration, you're already ascending parts of themselves that they're not even aware of. And that makes me feel so amazing because you can help people without them even realizing it. And it's just, it's such a beautiful part, I think, of the process. So what are my tips for when you're beginning to integrate all of this beautiful, beautiful stuff? And how can we, you know, still function in our everyday life? Because we are, we do have responsibilities. Like we do need to eat and do the grocery shopping and, you know, take the, for me, I have to take the kids to school. And so there is those human aspects that we want to integrate the spirituality as well. So when you're at the beginning Pay attention to what interests you, what lights you up, what intrigues you. Is it crystals? Is it working with the cycles of the moon? Is it learning about different archetypes? And what will happen as you follow the path of least resistance and what feels right for you? You're, you're led to exactly what your soul needs. And it's cultivating that trust with your intuition and not being influenced by what other people are doing that will get you there faster, that you'll start to integrate and understand those teachings faster. We all have different past lives and we all require different learning and remembering from this life. And as we progress down the path, People will be put in our way either to teach us or they start to activate the remembering cycle and they start to break down the veils that were placed on us so that we're able to hold, uh, so that we're able to hold that higher vibrational thinking and we're able to progress to the next layer. So my next one would definitely be be kind and gentle to yourself. 
basically we are unlearning everything that we have learnt as a kid, right? So it takes time and it takes time to integrate those practices and make it become our second nature and not the default patterns and behaviours that were forced on us when we were younger. I often think about it as, you know, we should talk to ourselves like if you've ever done inner child work, you know, you talk to yourself like you would talk to a four-year-old. You'd be kind and understanding and be like, you're doing an amazing job. You know, you've got this. And that type of speak, especially to yourself, is going to yield the better results. You're going to feel more motivated to stay on the path and continue. And there's no race to do this. Like you are able to take things at your own pace as long as you are pushing yourself through the resistance. So there definitely is a difference. And as you go along your spiritual journey, you'll notice when you're in resistance. So when I've chatted to my friends who are on the spiritual path, she'll be like, oh my God, I'm in so much resistance. I know it compared to when we first started, we wouldn't have known it. We would have been trying to convince ourselves and our ego would be telling us that, oh no, it's this person's fault or it's this, or we would be blaming our, we don't have enough time or, you know, maybe it's just not for us or whatever this excuse is that we're giving ourselves. So there is that little bit of self-realization when you are in resistance and there's nothing wrong with being in resistance. I've been in resistance for the last week and I really have had to push myself through it. And there has been moments where I'm like, yes, I can push through this. And then there's been moments where I'm like, nah, I don't want to do this. I just want to sit here and I don't want to deal with this problem right now. And that's okay. So that's me going at my own pace, right? And the next thing that you want to work out when you're starting out on your spiritual journey is what is it that you want? So start to do those um, exercises like the be, do, have. Like what do you want to be? What do you want to do? And what do you want to have? And you can start to develop this beautiful idea about how you want your life to be. And you're going to start to uncover what your spiritual journey will be about. Like, do you want to inspire lots of women or do you want to heal your family from, as you can see it, like generational wounds? Do you want to have all of the money? Like, what is it that you want? Do you want to find your soulmate? Are you craving that intimacy relationship where the healing is done at a relationship level. So your soulmate is someone that you've chosen to do your work with, right? And as beautiful as it is at the start, it can be really challenging when you're in the nitty gritty of it. Journaling, definitely at the beginning of actually journaling anytime on your spiritual journey is perfect but definitely at the start because it helps you keep a record of what you're learning so you can go back and re-read it and relearn it and also what, what intrigues you, right? Like you'll be able to be like, oh, I was getting really interested in learning about human design and like I 
you know, I had totally forgotten about that. And so then you can go back and learn about the other things that really interest you or if it really interests you, but there's something sort of holding you back from doing it right now, you can come back to it at a later stage. Often when we're really interested in something, yet we don't do it, there's a healing that needs to be done. There's a layer that needs to be released before we're able to actually take that step. So often I hear people like, oh, I really want to do a Reiki course, for example, and they just haven't done it yet. There's always, oh, I I couldn't do it because of X, Y, and Z. And it's not in their karma. They're not ready at a soul level to do that. But if they wrote it down in their journal that they were super interested and then, you know, six months later they go back and they read it, then that might be enough for them to go to remember and to go and do that next process. So definitely keeping a record of what intrigues you is so, so important. And then there's spiritual practices, right? So tune into yourself and figure out what sets your soul on fire, what speaks to you at a profound level, and what do you find the most beneficial? So begin to circle around those topics and practices and then dedicate your full attention to it. You have to be dedicated to your practices. It's the devotion in a loving sense that grows your connection to your higher self, to your higher counsel, to God, to the universe, and it's doing it from a devotional, loving sense. And when we can really love, when we're giving out that love, that's giving back to us, it's reflected back to us in our our soul recognizes that, right? And then it feeds it. And it's this beautiful cycle of love being reflected back to us and us giving the love forward. So after you've dabbled in lots of different things, so you can try what really does intrigue you and you're not just limiting yourself. So this might be watching YouTube videos, reading books, going to workshops, listening to podcasts, whatever it is that really interests you, then commit to it. So, and like, it's not commit like, oh my God, I have to do this forever, but it just having that commitment and the devotion and slowing down and really integrating that particular practice, it really enables your soul to give you those downloads of wisdom, right? It enables you to really embody that. And that might just be your foundation. And then you move on to the next one, but you've solidly integrated that vibration first. I talk about integration a lot around vibration because it is like super, super important. And when we're in that mode of like, I want to learn everything, like hustle, hustle, hustle. I'm going to watch all these videos and I'm I'm understanding all of these philosophies and this is amazing. And like you're really, you're in that higher vibrational state it's your spiritual hierarchy team holding that vibration for you so that you can understand because we already we already know all of the things that are being said to us right it's just our remembering so we want to be able to hold that remembering in our physical so that we can live our life from that space and what happens if we don't integrate it is that we're able to understand it in the moment because our spiritual guides 
are holding the space for us to understand it. But then when we dip down or we go back into our everyday life, we haven't brought it in. We're not, we're not integrating it into our physical body. So to do that, we really want to practice meditation, mindfulness, breath work is super awesome. It could be as simple as the uh, box breathing, which is like four. So you count to four breathing in, then count to four breathing out, count to four breathing in, count to four breathing out. Or uh, you could do it with six. I do it with six often. And I actually usually chant when I do it in my head. So I'll chant Om Namo Narayani, which is I surrender to the divine. And one of my key things that I am here to learn is surrendering and letting go of that control and letting go of what I want my life to look like and just trusting that it is exactly how it's meant to be. Walking is a really good way to integrate the energy. Um, The balancing of the right and left feet when we're walking, it helps um, balance the energy within our energy body and helps us ground it into those lower chakras. So walking and especially walking in nature is like an awesome way to ground that um, understanding. So shadow work, looking at those aspects of ourselves that we hide, the aspects of ourselves that we aren't super comfortable sharing with everybody that we want to pretend sometimes that we don't have those things and doing inner child work so that's super super important inner child work I know, I've seen it I've spoken about so many times in the spiritual community and it is such an important part of the process and definitely giving yourself self-love And anything else that helps you slow down and go inwards and encouraging you to be in the present moment and be aware of what's happening helps you integrate and embody what you're experiencing. And that's what we want to do. We want to integrate, embody it and be able to move forward with it. So yeah, that is the spiritual path and how you can start to begin to uncover your own journey. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If today's episode resonated with you, send me a message. I'd love to connect and hear your thoughts. Sending you blessings of love, light, power and protection. Om Namo Narayani.